This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaCanfora. I was waiting for Baker Mayfield to wet the bed. The first interception, tip ball, but the second interception right at the end of the game that really sealed it for the Lions. That was just a bad throw, bad read by Baker. The week before, Jason, he threw three touchdowns and didn't make any mistakes against the Eagles. Then he makes two mistakes that end up costing him because that first one turns into a field goal and the Bucs lose 31-23. But the story is really about the Lions, right? I mean, it's about Dan Campbell, how they built this thing, where they are three years in after being, what, a three-win team and then almost getting there and now on the cusp of getting to the Super Bowl. So for me, this is what other teams who are in this building mode and looking for coaches in this coaching cycle and all the things we talk about in the offseason, Jason, this is who they should be looking at because it can be done. It doesn't take five years in the NFL anymore to turn these things around. No, I mean, it, it certainly doesn't have to. And and this, uh, look, I, I, was, I had some major – there were some red flags for me when they made this hire. And I just wondered. Me too. You know, and, and the look, the initial staff that Dan Campbell put together was a lot of former players, a lot of sort of ex- inexperienced guys. Like, we can't pretend that the first 10, 12 games of this thing didn't look like a total mess. But but the, it makes what they accomplished to me even more significant because he was willing to make so many changes, right? Keep an open mind. Yep. rethink some things, right? Um, it's clear that things had to be different year two. Like, this was starting to trend towards a two-and-done kind of situation if they couldn't. Remember how many games they'd lose late, fourth quarter, it looked like nobody really knew, you know, where to be, what to do. And they've changed their spots. And he, he, brought, he, he changed the staff. They improved in that regard. Um, Brad Holmes, the GM, has done a tremendous job. We talked a lot about their personnel and what a tremendous job they've done. Um, and Dan Campbell got everybody to believe in a singular vision and brought all that together. And I, I'm, it, it's incredibly impressive. It doesn't happen that often, but it certainly tells you that it is possible. And if it's possible in Detroit, it should be possible anywhere. Um, True. Because that family butchered that franchise for generations, uh, plural. So this is this is uncharted territory, right? I mean, um, I think they've lost 11 straight road playoff games. 
you know, this is their first championship game since what, 57. Right. I mean, this is this is very different for the Lions. But the way this Lions team's built and the way Dan Campbell coaches them, I, I think all that stuff, if anything, isn't gonna hang over their head. It'll just be more motivation. Like I don't think they're gonna like play scared or you know, not be up for this because of the weight of, you know, 50 years of football futility or 60 years, whatever it is. I I, I just think that's going to bring out the best in them. Um, I like, I like a lot of what they're doing right now. I understand the quarterback splits home and road and, you know, indoor, outdoor, but he played at Cal. He played in that division. He played yeah. in that stadium a bunch. Like he'll be fine. Um, they got a little healthier on the back end. And I know Baker got his yards and, and this or that. And that, that was going to happen. I thought that was going to be an over game. But, like, you know, getting Gardner Johnson settled in there. Now they've got, you know, him and Branch. So they've, they've got, you know, at least a couple pieces back there that you might be able to sick on a tight end or sick on a slot guy and slow down some of the, the bleeding and the hemorrhaging that was going on in the middle of the field. Um, Aiden Hutchinson is playing like an absolute man possessed right now. Like, I mean, for me, Aiden Hutchinson is, he's hes the best outside pass rusher who remains in these playoffs in current form. I mean, he's got eight sacks in his last four games. Like, you look at him down the stretch and into now, like, he's a thing. And I, I know we all wish they went and got somebody on the other side at the deadline. Um, or even, you know, tried a Justin Houston or some of these guys who've been picked up along the way off the street. But, like, he's a one-man wrecking crew right now. And there's going to be tip balls. You know, we'll get into the 49ers in a minute. I was less than impressed by a lot of what I saw there. And, like, I love the way the Lions are running the ball. And I think that this pendulum is finally going to switch more to Jameer Gibbs now. Yeah. Like, I, I just think this might be the week where Jameer Gibbs gets 12, 13, 14, 15 carries, and Montgomery gets his eight or nine. Like, I think that paradigm's flipping. But they've got some stuff going on right now, Carl, that I think is going to allow them to soften up and deliver some body blows to that San Francisco defense. And if Ben Johnson plays this right, they can stay in this game. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that they can stay in this game. And, and the way they run the ball – it's so weird in this league. Like, a lot of times – you look at teams and what they do really well offensively, the de- they have a defense that can't like that can't stop the mirror image on it. And they see it in practice all the time and they see it all summer long in camp. And you'd be like, you'd be like, man, you'd think, you know what I mean, that they could stop that. But like they can't. And the San Francisco 49ers are the poster boy for outside zone runs. They can't stop them. They can't stop them on the other side. Like they just can't. They left five yards per carry. They're 30th in EPA against outside zone runs. They're 29th in success rate against outside zone runs. Like, you'd think, okay, they like to get under center sometimes with the fullback, right, and get nasty on offense. San Francisco's defense can't stop under center runs. 4.5 a carry, right, like third worst in in the NFL. Like, and those are things that Dan Campbell loves. Right. Dan Campbell ran the ball 52% of the time this season up the middle, third most in the NFL. Like, people told me Armstead's coming back. He's going to fix it. No, he didn't fix it. Um, 
You know, you look at the Lions running outside zone, 10 touchdowns, second in the NFL. They're fourth with 200 outside zone rushes, 5.2 per rush, third in the NFL. 1.8 yards before contact running outside zone, third in the NFL. You saw Aaron Jones. He could run off right tackle outside zone. He could run off left tackle outside zone. It was there all day long. It's a really good offensive line. Like, I think well, Packers ran for over 100 on these guys. You're right. They, I'm telling you, if Ben Johnson doesn't get caught up in being cute and showing off his quarterback and worrying about what job he gets, there is a way to bludgeon these guys on the ground. And you can take the starch out of Bosa. You can take the starch out of Young. You can have them panting. And you can have a majority of their reps trying to, you know, hope that, you know, a tackle isn't pushing them around. Um, I, you know, styles make fights. And I just think Lions under center runs, Lions runs up the middle with power, Lions outside zone. That stuff's going to be a problem. Um, You know, they're a physical team. And we can quibble about, you know, Tampa and, and who they played or, or this and that. Um, but all the pressure is on San Francisco here. Yeah. All the sure. pressure will be on San Francisco. Um, and I do think the luck, the Lions defense gives me pause back in. But I feel like incrementally these two games, they, they, they've gotten a little better. They're going to have to play their best game moving forward. You know, like one, somebody will go off. It might be Kittle. Right? Like, Puka Nakua went off. Mike Evans went off. You know, you can look at some of their games down the stretch, right? C.D. Lamb went off. Like, but they still won those two of those games and should have won all three because they got jobbed against Dallas. So, like, I think it'll be Kittle. Like, Kittle might catch eight balls for 150. As long as he doesn't score more than one touchdown, you know? Like, and I'll tell you this. Running on the Lions ain't easy. Even for Christian McCaffrey, it ain't it ain't going to be easy. These guys are stout against the run. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I uh, I love it. And it's exactly the way I feel because what happens if you do this right is you limit possessions for Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. We don't know the situation of Debo Samuel. We think he's going to play, but it's way early. We'll talk more about it later in the week. You also run the ball, and you own time of possession. And on the road, these are all key things. So I'm with you. I mean, like, to me, this is simple math. And it also sets up, if you're running it effectively with Jameer Gibbs, it also sets up the underneath play action, which will be wide open because now they've got to commit. They've got to commit. And all of a sudden, even though I think they have the best linebacking core in in the NFL right now, those guys have got they got to come up, Jason. And all of a sudden, Laporta's catching balls and you're getting 10, 15 yards a pop. Now it opens up everything else. If Ben Johnson, and you said this, and I got to say this because the Atlanta Falcons have requested him for a second interview. There's a bunch of teams that have requested him. 
he probably will have a pick of a job. But if he's caught up in that, and we've seen it time and time again with coordinators who understand, all right, this may be my only shot, and you start freaking out, and you're not focused on the task at hand, you screw your team. And I hope Ben Johnson doesn't screw the Lions this week by worrying about the job that he doesn't have yet and focusing on the job that he does have and getting this team to the Super Bowl. I think the 49ers are vulnerable. And we'll talk about their game with the Packers here in just a minute. It's in the huddle, guys. Lions beat the Bucks. This is not a fluke. Jason, is, this is a really good team. And if you've not watched them all year and you think this is a feel-good story, it is. But this is a very good team with a lot of talent on the field, and they're playing with a hell of a lot of confidence. So I think this is going to be a great game as we look to Sunday. All right, we've got two more games to talk about. We also need to talk about a few of the coaching things, and we'll do it. We'll take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about what went wrong for the 49ers because if they look as – as bad as they did, Jason, last week, they will get beat. 